shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Hey everybody, this is Sam with Wrestling Overtime. And I thought in the beginning of this news and thoughts for February 8th, 2021, that I would throw in the Ring of Honor results. Just in case any of you who want to follow it but didn't get to watch it wanted to hear about it. Because this week, I cannot make myself do a Ring of Honor results show. When I turned it on, I watched it, but I cannot. It would it would be awful. Uh, you guys would write in to wrestlingovertime at gmail dot com and say, Sam, you are so negative because I. I couldn't be positive about this Ring of Honor show. It started off with a pure rules match with Tracy Hot Sauce Williams versus the world famous CB. Now, the world famous CB is Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger decided that he wasn't being taken serious, that he had reached his ceiling using the name uh, cheeseburger, so he changed it to the world famous CB. And now he's going to be a pure rules wrestler. Guys, as soon as I heard that, I threw my pillow at the TV and I was like, yeah, I can't do an episode on this. Well, Tracy Hot Sauce Williams, uh, won this match. Like, you did not know that already. And then we had an eight man tag team match. Well, you guys know how much I love eight man tags. So it was an eight man tag of Brody King. Now, I just saw Brody King on New Japan Strong. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back, listen to that episode because he looked good in New Japan Strong. He did not look good in Ring of Honor. But he was partnered with PCO and the Briscoes versus the LFI, which is Roosh, Dragon Lee, and La Bista del Ring. Is, am I saying that correctly? And it was supposed to be Kenny King. Well, he was out with an injury, so they replaced him with Flip Gordon. Well, needless to say, they stuck Flip Gordon in the ring, hung him out to dry. Um, and when 
LFI decided to get involved, it became a brawl. It was a no contest with them just going crazy on the outside. So there's your new uh, Ring of Honor results. Um, you didn't get my thoughts? I think you can guess what they are. But let's get to the news. Because um, Dave Metzler brought us two different things this today. Um, he discussed Cesaro's current direction in WWE. And he thinks even though he had the huge win against Daniel Bryan that I told you was the match of the show, might have even been the match of the week, um, he thinks it's going to be hard for WWE now to get him over. And that's kind of what I said in News and Thoughts last week. Um, they have kept him down so long. I mean, when you have been marginalized for five or six years, and people get used to you being mid-card and you losing matches, what are they going to think when you're all of a sudden winning and they're trying to push you unless you give them a reason. And WWE really hasn't gave me a reason why Cesaro is suddenly better. They have, they don't have him training with anybody. They haven't cut a vignette where he's been lifting weights. They haven't cut a vignette where he's been spending extra time at the performance center or anything like that. Maybe him and Chinsky are going back to basics and techniques, and it, they can show them training together because they've been also pushing Chinsky. But here's the thing. Can WWE stick to these plans? Or will I be saying in next month's News and Thoughts that they've stuck back and went back to their old ways, and they've stuck Cesaro being a jobber again, and he's getting over other people. Uh, I don't know. Dave Metzler also said that one of the reasons why on Raw we're getting Kevin Owens again is because WWE simply doesn't have anyone else of the caliber of Kevin Owens yet. They have no one else. Now, I could say Seth Rollins, but he hasn't come back yet. He's coming back this Friday. And is he going to come back as a babyface? Uh, I don't know. I would have tried to get Seth to come back last week. Brought him in as a baby face, trying to get the Messiah um, gimmick over again, saying that I was trying to save the WWE from the heel Roman Reigns and him taking over the entire table. But unless they do that or they pull the trigger on Edge early what are they going to do it has to be Kevin Owens if you can think of another person on Smackdown right now 
that has enough caliber to, or is at the tier of Roman Reigns. Not somebody that you want to bring up, not somebody that you see in the future taking on Roman Reigns. I'm talking right now, right this minute. I would love to be able to say Daniel Bryan. They've had him lose, what, the last three weeks? He wasn't, he, he lost the Royal Rumble after telling us he, that was his focus, was he had never won a Royal Rumble, and that he wanted to. They had Shinsuke right there running the gauntlet. I would have, you know, been okay with Shinsuke, but no, they had to pull the shenanigans with Adam Pierce. So they pushed Shinsuke down. They don't have anybody else. Now, I'm going to talk about this. Uh, I'm going to try not to get upset. You guys have heard it enough for me, all the preaching and everything. But um, I mentioned it last week in News and Thoughts. But this stalker, I mean, some people are calling him an obsessed fan. If you want to call him an obsessed fan, that's fine. I think he's kind of reached the stalker level. She has been dealing with this guy. Um, he is Albert Little 666 on Twitter. And he has been giving her disturbing messages on social media, especially on Twitter. But from what I understand, I guess it has been some on Instagram. He has also started harassing Ryan Cabrera, who is her fiance. They got engaged um, New Year's Eve, I believe, or Christmas. And he is at it again. He hasn't stopped. I told you last week, Alexa Bliss and WWE have already gotten the authorities involved. However, I don't know whether the authorities haven't tracked him down by his um, ISP number or whether they know who he is and they're watching him because maybe he hasn't broken any laws yet. I don't know. Um, he has went on and on Alexa's pages, he has called Ryan Cabrera a rapist and has insinuated that Ryan Cabrera has kidnapped her. He has said that he is married already to Alexa Bliss and that Ryan Cabrera kidnapped her and is raping her. And his latest is that Ryan Cabrera will be seen, quote, the angels soon, unquote. To me, I would take that as a threat. Um, I don't know whether the authorities are saying, no, that's, that's not a threat or whatever. The authorities are involved. I hope they find out who he is. Because to me, he sounds like he has a mental illness. We had a whole episode uh, on that. I believe it was episode 61 where I gave big props to Dax Hardwood and Shaw Guerrera about dealing with their mental illness. And 
I'm not saying he definitely has one, but if he does, I hope that they can get him the help that he needs. Here's the issue. I hope that they act quickly because I would hate for anything to happen to Alexa Bliss, Ryan Cabrera, anyone else in the WWE family, or to this stalker himself, for him to hurt himself or anything like that. Uh, moving on, uh, while speaking with Wrestling Inc., I thought this was funny because I never knew it. Um, they interviewed the Bushwalkers, and they asked them where the licking gimmick came from. My mom, I can remember being young before they were Hall of Famers um, and watching them march. And I would get so excited and march around. And um, Butch actually said he did it off the cuff without even thinking. He said what was happening was when they would go to the fans that people sometimes would bang their heads into their heads or into their chin or or whatever, or that people would put their heads down a lot of times and bang them in the chin. So he said he got the bright idea one day that this guy did that and he licked him to get him to stop. And it just happened to be on TV. And the fans went wild. So he said he just continued doing it. That they would look each other, they would look their opponents, they would look some fans. He said that after they had been doing this gimmick for a while, and he said it was a long while, Luke, the other bushwalker, finally clued him in and said, dude, why are you actually looking at him? And he, Butch was like, what do you mean? And Luke said, I put my hand on their head and I lick my own hand. I'm not actually licking them. And he talked about how that was a little bit gross. And Butch agreed, but he was doing it for the gimmick. And Luke had figured out, uh, yeah, I'm not looking at all these strange people. And I'm not looking at some of these wrestlers because, you know, I've been in a locker room with them. I, I know what they do. So I, I found that hilarious. I, I couldn't help it. Um, WWE contacted Victoria. And she talked about this um, on the GAW podcast. Um, I found it on YouTube. And she said that when WWE contacted her about the Royal Rumble, that they gave her about two weeks notice. And that did she want to do it, that they needed some extra women. And she wasn't real sure about it. She said, because two weeks is not a lot of time to really get ready for something 
of the caliber of Royal Rumble. She said she got on her bike, she started lifting weights, and, and, you know, started, you know, doing some training. But she said she was really nervous about returning and being around the women's division the way it is now. But she gave huge props to both Bailey and Ruby Riot for calming her down and making her feel comfortable. She said they both, uh, when she got in the ring, were asking, you know, are you okay? And they ran the ropes with her. Um, and they asked for her to do some different moves with them. And she said specifically, Bailey said, I want to take a bump from you. I, I want to do that in the Royal Rumble. She said that she remembered Bailey from autograph signings. And she remembered two, and she named them, um, one with Mance and one with Edge. And if you follow Bailey on Instagram or on any of her social media, I'm assuming, she put up a picture of her with Edge and Victoria when she went and got their autograph signing when she was a teenager and at the Royal Rumble last Sunday so that you could compare the two. And I thought that was awesome. But she said she really got excited when Peyton Royce came up to her and asked to take the widow's peak. She said that had been her dream and that she wanted to take that move. And Victoria said she was stunned. And she said, I set her up and did it to her. And she said, I looked up and there were women in line waiting to take a widow's peak from Victoria. And she said, so many of the women's wrestlers today said, you know, I watched you growing up or I've watched tapes of you. I've watched, you know, your previous matches. Please let me take this. And she said she was so overwhelmed that so many of them came up to her and said, please let me take a bump from you at the Royal Rumble. And I, I just think that's unbelievably awesome. I mean, number one, I can't imagine being in the ring with your hero and then getting to take their, their big move from them. And, you know, then being in the Royal Rumble with them. And so she said it turned out to be a great experience. Um, I thought it was hilarious for those of you who follow uh, Taz on Twitter. If you watched the Super Bowl and you got to see Molly Cyrus, she wore the pink and black cheerleading outfit with the letters FTW on her top. Well, several wrestling fans immediately took screenshots, uh, went to Twitter and tagged 
ties and said, is she the newest member of Team Taz? And, of course, Team Taz needs a girl, right? And Taz said, Molly told him that the hat he sent didn't fit. He said, what do y'all think about that? And so I found that extremely hilarious that, number one, while they were watching the Super Bowl, they had the same thought as I did. I was like, FTW, are you serious? Is this AEW's way, has Tony Khan gotten her to wear this? I mean, that was like my first thought. I didn't think of, oh, let me tweet Taz, but a lot of fans did. But I saw Taz's response, and um, I just thought it was funny that he knew exactly what they were talking about, and he came up with that. I wish he would have said, well, you know, we're we're negotiating it or something like that about her being on Team Taz. Now, Zelina Vega was released from the WWE over her dealings with, you know, third-party websites. And she also agreed with Paige that there might need to be a pro wrestling-type union. She's changed her name. Uh, I haven't noted it because she's been on her non-compete clause, and I wasn't 100% sure she was going to stick with it. It looks like she is. She's going to be Thea Trinidad. She is still on Twitch. If you're not following her and you want to follow her, she's under Thea Trinidad on Twitch, and she will be free to sign anywhere sometime this week. Um... I want to say it's Thursday, but I may have miscounted my days. Um, But when I was looking on the web, um, one person has asked um, Ryan Sapros of Fightful. One person asked... um, trying to think, somebody from ringside, and then someone asked Brian Alvarez. All three of them I've seen have said they haven't heard anything, but that that didn't necessarily mean that no one is interested in signing her. They said they just might not have heard of it yet, or... Some companies may be actually waiting until her 90-day contract actually runs out before they start talking to her. They said it was a real possibility that a company is talking to her and none of their sources know about it or they just haven't heard of it yet. So look for, I would say someone is going to be making news, I would say, in the next month. I hope it's next week. I hope somebody signs there next week when we get to hear about it. But um, I would say definitely in the next month that Thea Trinidad, the formerly known as Zelina Vega in the WWE, will be signed by somebody. Now, this is my last news item for today. And I think it's kind of crazy. You guys may not. But when your boss is into it, 
huge. Why would you rip it? On Busted Open Radio, which I told you guys, Busted Open Radio has a podcast. You can listen to 45 minutes of it without being on Sirius. But Dr. Britt Baker was on there, and she ripped Star Wars to shreds and called it a, quote, illness, unquote. She brought up that Tony Schiavone, who she thinks is her best friend, said it was perfectly explains the human soul. And she was like, seriously, Tony? You you can't really believe that. She said that he was an imbecile. Um, she does understand that one of the executive vice presidents, I don't know about the other executive vice presidents, but I know of one executive vice president, Mr. Cody Rhodes, who is a Star Wars nut. I mean nut. If you guys have been in any chats with him, any questions and answers, if you have heard him on different podcasts, if you have followed him on social media, and when Disney was open and saw that he went to Star Wars, when Star Wars Land opened, like, a hundred times, and then when it opened in California, or when it opened in Florida afterwards, he went like a hundred times then, he went to California a hundred times, I mean, he lived in Star Wars land, he loves it, that is the quickest way you can get one of your questions answered by Cody Rhodes, is to tweet him about Star Wars, and ask him a question, um, don't know why Dr. Britt Baker would rip it to shreds. She is not gaining any points with Cody, especially after the waiting room, not having guard at the door, and Jade coming in, and now ripping Star Wars. What do you guys think about all of that? What do you guys think of Victoria and Cesaro? Is he going to go up to the top tier, is he going to main event with Roman Reigns, do you guys want Zelina Vega, Thea Trinidad to be signed, and by who, let me know at wrestlingovertime at gmail.com, or hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at wrestlingovertime, let me know what you're thinking, I will be talking to you soon, and I'll see you down the road. During the season of giving, you might give away more than you want. Sweater for mom, video game for Jake, and my credit card for someone named Gina? More online activity can mean more exposed personal info. But LifeLock by Norton has identity theft protection all wrapped up. And if you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But you can get Black Friday savings up to 35% off your first year with promo code LifeLock. Visit LifeLock.com today. Sling TV, built to save you money and bring you the channels you love, including ESPN, AMC, HGTV, and more. Watch your favorite comedies, dramas, suspense thrillers, news, sports, and more for just $35 a month. And your first month is only 10 bucks. Sign up now and start streaming right away on your TV, phone, and tablet. Take control of your TV solution with Sling. It makes TV flat out better. 
Go to sling.com to sign up now and get your first month for just $10.